What up, what up? Oh, look everybody in the house here. Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Let's hey, get well, it. He's got his hoodie on. He got my hoodie on. Hey, you know what I mean? I got the memo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, listen to this, bro. Happy New Year, everybody. First Happy episode. New Year. That's right, huh? Season three coming yeah. right at you. Blah, blah, blah. Episode number 50. This is our 50th episode. We have four episodes where we didn't break down a single movie. So this is the 46th movie that we've broken down here. And this officially starts season number three of the Silver Screen Breakdowns. Year three of Silver Screen Breakdowns. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) I missed the first year, guys, so... Yeah, you came right at the end. We yeah, you start, we don't even count that year. How about you that? started? Yeah, so the season one was the smallest. <laughs> oh, we do, all. we do. <laughs> season one, super small. We do. What up, Marco? Marco from the future in the house. What up? Shout Crispy out just showed up. What up, Crispy? Crispy. Now Man, this Crispy movie. doesn't disappoint. He's always here. Oh, he's always in the house. Yeah, except for when you need him to take you to the fair. Because <laughs> daddy wasn't there. <laughs> so this movie, oh man, I, I I hope that this is a movie that I'm bringing to a bunch of people, bringing to the forefront, so a bunch of people learn about it. It's uh, I wasn't aware of this movie. Yeah, this one is one of those under the radar ones, and to have Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey, you know, as kind of like the two leads. Mm-hmm. Come on, Renee McConaughey. All about sports gambling and sports betting and giving sports betting advice. And now, I mean, shit, almost 20 years later, sports betting advice. So many people are making uh, independent careers off of it, making turning big business moves. And uh, yeah, this is when probably services like that were real taboo. Yeah, I mean, mean, there's a a montage where they talk about how, like, you know, it's illegal in this amount of states and woo 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 and but what they do is totally legal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. They had a lot of life lessons in this flick, though. I was yeah. very impressed with the life lessons, man. I could relate. I like I it. mean, like, yeah. Mostly <laughs> when you got like, the scenes. Cue up like, oh, yeah, you got daddy issues. I tell you, like, that. Listen, listen, tell, Tony, tell, tell me how you grew up. <laughs> 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 we had fucked up upbringings. Fuck that shit. Yep. Nothing. And, uh, nothing. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I love how Al Pacino is like in his height in this movie. When I say in his height, because I felt like in the mid 2000s, pretty much like if you ask me, ever since he did like Heat and like any given Sunday, I feel like he was just, he had this Pacino mold now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like the same. You get what I'm saying? He's kind of like, he has this like, this kid is acting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, you know, like even more, right? Is what you're saying. Yeah, like I could think of like movies like this, or like you know, uh, Devil's Advocate, or like you know, um, or uh, uh, you know, like versus like uh, you know, Godfather, where he was, you know, it's like it's it's more like some stoic acting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Godfather, he was not the way he is now. No, like you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of by the time we got into the 2000s, that's my point. Is like. He kind of got into this cadence, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, more, yeah, that, you know, the Christopher Walken cadence, different, is it, but is different he, by that same type of thing you're talking about. 
Yeah, is like, he not? Is this not the coach who retired from any given Sunday I'm and then he just paying, went, isn't it? Betting? Like, yeah, I can see the difference between those characters. Like, he just it's 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 the way it's just the way his mannerisms are and the way he kind of you know what I mean, like the way he talks. I mean, yeah, the way know, he talks. And and I, I'm not knocking it. I like it a lot. I, I think it's yeah. like because I slept on this movie. I thought this is one of his his better works. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, this one. Uh, I totally agree. And McConaughey was yeah. amazing too. McConaughey was awesome in it, and they're awesome together. Yeah, like when you know, like, well, how much is it? How much is it? Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they got this, like, this bromance type of, you know what I mean? Connection. Yeah, but when he turned it on, his 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 devil side turned on. I was like, whoa! Oh yeah! That was scary was stuff. Get, Look at those scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah! That's one of my hands, my talons. I don't have uh, I don't have too many scenes from this movie ready to go, but that was one of the ones we're yeah. not gonna we're not doing this like, movie without no. that. Scene. <laughs> I was like, there you go, Al. Well, I missed that. We're not doing the movie. What? What's that? You oh, see, you don't got too many clips. We got that one. one. Oh yeah, I don't have too many clips, but we got that one because that one. I mean, that that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie because. That's uh. It was what it was one with an hour and two minutes. Is that the one? I I, I time uh, stamped it. I go. That's uh, where there's a huge turn where he, he takes me kind of. Yeah. He says yep. what he says. Yeah. <laughs> that was a powerful scene, I mean, man. Behind, there behind the scenes, he didn't know that he's already fucking up. He's gambling again. And, you know, I wasn't expecting know. that. Everyone was so happy. The yeah, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and look <laughs> and, at this, Marco said. What about the recruit? Exactly. There's another one that's got to get thrown in in this. Yeah, where he's kind of the same, like <laughs> you, the, you know. What I mean, I'm trying he's to the coach. It. He's still the coach from any given Sunday. Mm -hmm. Just on his later, uh, on his next. It's uh, a game of inches. <laughs> and uh, and Bogey, I don't know if you noticed the cameo, the Alex's cameo of Alex uh, twenty years later. Who is this? <laughs> one of the guys. <laughs> and I go, hey, that looks like Alex. Oh, oh my god! It was, it was one of the guys uh, on the. Uh, one on of the, the salesmen with, with uh, with oh, yeah, Jeremy what are the dudes on the phone? <laughs> no, 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 he was on the show. This Jeremy Piven. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, the, the dude wearing the, the color. Guy, the uh, what, what color was it? He was like, What's oh, the, oh, the one who was like, a hundred dollar better than me, ten thousand dollars, five hundred dollar better than fifty thousand dollars. That guy's in all red. He was like, <laughs> that was out. You can bet your unborn children's children <laughs> on these ones. That's how much of a lock these are. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking savage. And like, but that's what's funny is like, even just oh. we'll get into that later. We'll get into it. I already okay. got a bunch of things to say about that because that's literally the kind of shit that we're doing right now. And so it's fucking awesome. That is pretty funny. And uh, but let's just get into this movie. Want to talk about somebody with daddy issues? Oh man, Matthew McConaughey's character. I mean, I feel like most kids do. They want to. <laughs> they, they all had daddy issues. Yeah, we all want to make. You know, we all want to um, do things to make our parents proud of us and. The only thing that we really got from his dad, because he said his dad left when he was like nine, he was like, I thought that I could put uh, so many trophies, you know, in a case that would get him to stick around. I'm assuming his dad was just like a drunk or something, you know, always gone at work. And then one day just finally left. And that's his big daddy issue is that he couldn't even do enough to keep his dad around. But he but he definitely, definitely gave his dad a play. That put a smile on his face, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he holds on to that. It's almost like that's the origin story of like what he ends up doing down the road, right? Like for sure. See, Pacino had daddy. Uh, Pacino's character had daddy issues. His daddy yep. with the big dick knocked him around, broke his nose three times. 
Yeah. And then what's the face? Yeah, Tony five foot tall. <laughs> yeah, five like foot I forgot that one. And Tony had daddy issues too, or uncle issues. <laughs> yeah. That's cold. It's like, damn, uncle was touching. <laughs> And here's one thing that I forgot. So this movie, it is loosely based. I mean, it, the movie's inspired by a true story. Anytime you hear inspired by a true story, it means they took the story and they Hollywooded it up. Because <laughs> I did like that clip that Bogey sent us where it was the guy whose Al, Al Pacino's character was based on in real life. And they asked how much of the movie was like Hollywooded up and how much was real. He was like, it was probably about a 60-40 split. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the whole premise of Brandon Lang being a guy who was, you know, picking the winners and all that kind of stuff and having the sports betting service or whatever, um, where they're giving the picks and all that kind of shit. But yeah, who knows? I don't know if Brandon Lang, like, I mean, the way that they show him in college, so fucking funny because he's like 50 years old in college in this movie, right? Hey, listen, you know, I get older, they stay young. <laughs> but that was, uh, what do you think about his uh, his little, his, his speech in the huddle, Nelson? He's like, you know, after the game, you're going to have all these cameras, you know, put in your face. And don't do the cliche stuff like thanking God that make sure you thank me. <laughs> on the huddle yeah fuck i even saw that twice too i can't remember it hey, that, hey look at he pissed off all good... gods right there huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah they very yeah, he did that right before the play no i can't i can't i remember seeing that twice and i can't really even recall all the words but it was just fucking good though i mean you know it's the narcissism and we love it you know he's just he's all about himself for sure like he knows that he's like he's gonna be the guy putting the team on his back he just wants to make sure he gets the credit at the end of the day, that's all. Yeah, he's on the you know, he's on the operating table. He's already going to be out for how many weeks? Oh, uh, he was done. He was done. And those guys are for real. Those guys all they, they don't care if they're injured. They just want to get back in the game. Right, for sure. And so, like him, I mean, shit. Like, I mean, the way they showed his leg, obviously a super exaggeration, but like well, <laughs> ACL, MCL, um, LCL, whatever CL he has there, he broke back them all. In the nineties, when you were done, you tear the ACL, <laughs> you're done. Dundada, because yeah, because even in here he says that he's he's still keeping up with his workouts and stuff, and still yeah, trying yeah. to do things. Uh, that's, that's his whole thing. He stays yeah. working out, stays in shape, at the hopes of you know potentially getting a tryout, you know, somewhere. And uh, Marco said, just like Independence Day, also based on a true story. Hey, bro, Area Fifty One exists, man. Like we thought it did. What? It does. You know, the whole galactic confederation, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's well, why they made the movie. There, though, we're on the side of with the humans, bro. That's why they made the movie. Is one on this one. That's why they made the movie because they wanted us to think that it didn't exist. Them versus us, man. <laughs> you don't look like you're a human, man. <laughs> Listen, man you're, I'm a half insect. you're insect, uh, insectoid. So you are you know I mean? that's why I'd be bugging out. All right. So Brandon Lang, <coughs> we get uh, <coughs> a whole kind of, <coughs> Oh man, that one got me. <coughs> we get a real look into his life in about three minutes. <coughs> He's biking to work. He's working the 900 numbers. He's uh, still lives at mom, mom Duke's house. You know, hanging out with his younger brother, just working out. It's pretty much his whole thing. <laughs> He's got all the letters. I don't know if that was just on somewhere in the garage or is working out, but all the letters like 
the no thank you letters from all the NFL motivation. Teams. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I bet you <laughs> guys know motivation. You know what I mean? Yep. And then uh, just out of the I blue, on my fridge. But they're actually <laughs> out of the blue. His boss asked him. He says, "Hey, so and so didn't show up. Um, we need to record some picks for the uh, for the football uh, nine hundred number." And uh, he's like, "You know anything about football?" Like, yeah, I know a little bit. <laughs> and then, like, you get the montage of like it's got the music, and then it's like him do like Kansas City negative seven, and woo, he's just doing the whole thing. He's killing it now. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Said he hated all of his picks, you know, so he goes in, changes them all out. And then it's like, what, maybe a week or two, two or three weeks of him doing this. I don't think it's that long, but he did enough to get on the radar of Al Pacino and his uh, his business. Yeah, so he went, he went something. Yeah, I love right? how, like, how he recruited he go 24 and four. Oh, no, that was his first week with them, right? Yeah, it was uh, yeah, something it was like 10 and two or nine and two or like something. Yeah, it might have been 10 and two, you're right? Something of that nature. And uh, yeah, so like right before he gets the call from Al Pacino, it's like he wants to get paid more money, like he wants to get paid $12 an hour. And, That's nothing. Uh, well, I yeah, well, I mean, I mean it's, used to, it's a big jump when you're making a whopping ten an hour prior to that, right? In yeah. 2005, uh, minimum wage was six dollars and seventy five cents in California. I can only imagine what it was in Nevada because that's where. And, and I was thinking that this is a timepiece. I mean, shit, but I can remember. No, when it's not was, a timepiece. It's well, I'm just saying, like, if this was, if if we were to put it on a time, right? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure he was playing football in the later in two, uh, later 99s, right, or the 90s, whatever. Probably. So, you know what I mean, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so $12 an hour. I mean, that's maybe quadruple what men, you know, maybe uh, three times what minimum wage was at the time. And that's probably what he's getting paid is uh, minimum wage. And like he, he asked the guy for more money. He's like, come on, man, it's at least worth $12 an hour. And he's <laughs> like, well, I don't even make $12 an hour. And he's like, well, you're not picking 80%. He's like, well, just go bet your own games, get rich. Right. Yeah. Send, a, send us a postcard. It's funny because that's the tit for tat argument, right? Like, oh, okay, so good. Why don't you go get rich then? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing. Like, that's the Jaws in though, right? When he says 80%, that's already Jaws. You know what I mean? Like, that's already like, like come on. Like, you know, he might have hit it like one, once or twice. That's a really tough percentage to keep up. You know yeah, what I mean? for sure. It's impossible to keep up. Like, that's why. Um, he got on the radar so quick. I mean, I'm sure Al Pacino's character in here, what's his name? Walter Abrams. I'm sure that he's got people who are, you know, just listening to 900 numbers, like all over the place, trying to find people who could be his next big sellers or the his next handicappers. But that's his whole thing. He's got yeah, he's handicappers and he's got salesmen. And those are like the two things. And so Brandon Lang he gets to the office. That's Matthew McConaughey. Picks up, gets a call, picks up the phone, and it's it's Walter. And he says, hey, Brandon. This is was, real mobby right here, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Real, real mob bossy right here. He's like, you don't know who I am. I'm Walter Abrams. And he was like, congratulations on going 10 and 2 or whatever the fuck it was. He's like, very impressed. Might have even been 12 and 0, I think, right? Nah, he no, didn't do no, the perfect yet. And, uh, yeah, and he was like, uh, I, I put something in your put something in your uh what's it called your drawer there for you <coughs> like no this is not a trick i paid someone to do this <laughs> traveling like checks right plane ticket plane tickets yeah. plane ticket to new york wad of cash maybe like a thousand bucks or something and uh 
He was like, I want what I want you to do on this envelope. I want you to write down what you're making per week right now. And then I want you to cross that out and then write what you should be making per week. And you see him write it 250 per week. So that's all he was making 250, you know, per week. He's getting an hourly wage to do this. He's not getting a cut of any of the 900 uh, sales or nothing like that. Nope. And yeah, he put down, he put down 1500. That's what he wanted to get paid. So what would that be? 4500 a month. No, six. Six, my six bad. Six I, don't know why, I, don't know, I don't know why I only did three weeks. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a big bump right there. I mean, yeah. him... He's going from a thou wow to six. Yeah, mm. that's huge right there. And uh, <laughs> super funny when, uh, so yeah, sm the like... smartest thing that he could do is get the hell out there to New York. Go take hey, him oh, up oh, on his oh. offer. Cue, cue the fucking Curtis, right? <laughs> hell yeah. And then, this is my favorite line of the movie. He's like, you know, I, I haven't seen New York. And New York hadn't seen me. And <laughs> Matthew McConaughey strutting, looking at all the baddies, like, okay, we here. <laughs> yeah, if I like, get turned down, he was going to write that one chick on his handlebar. She said no. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> now it was a totally different type of persona. It's on the East Coast now. Mm -hmm. And then where, the where dude that was from? Where, where was you living? Vegas? In Vegas. It was Vegas, right? Yeah. Yep. So way That's different. Your neck I mean, of the woods there, Alex. You're neck of the woods. Yeah. Like man. Neighborhood. Not here in 2005, though. It was a way different type of town in 2005 compared to 2023. Like even more crime. Yeah, on a wide scale, but you know where they shot it looked the same. Oh yeah, for sure. Movie. I mean, because they were. I mean, tight, it, was tight, it was tight shooting, tight shots. Yeah, yeah. I, I I forget what hotel that was. I mean, it looked like somewhere. Um, I think it's the MGM I saw, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. I mean, the one where he was on the uh, on the bike, I thought that was somewhere yeah. like downtown-ish. I don't know. Man, it could have been MGM, but look downtown-ish. But yeah, he... Um, so what? you remember their first interaction, um, Nelson, when he first meets Al Pacino and he gets to go into the building and everything? Yeah, he's. Uh, I was on the phone. He's talking, so he had to wait until he was off the phone. He's, then he, he Marble man! <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get an elephant for his daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barnum and Bailey. Which one am I talking to? Barnum is a Bailey. <laughs> like, I don't need six, I just need one. <laughs> oh, the writing in this movie, man, it was good all throughout, man. The writing was exceptional. Hell yeah. I, I swear to God, that's that'd be on the phone, though, because that sounds like something I would trying to listen. I need an elephant, bro. I know you got this, bro. <laughs> He's like, You got six? I just need one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pay you for your, ex, for your extra efforts, bro. Like, come on. Just go, hello? <laughs> <laughs> and uh the funniest part that i liked was when uh he's like got any questions and he's like yeah why why not pay for uh why not get them to pay for the bets up front yeah and he's like oh good question next and uh then he was like what what happens on the second oh. floor he's like oh that's where we print the money <laughs> <laughs> any other questions like no no <laughs> everything seems real cl crystal clear mm-hmm and uh, I, I want to think of what uh, Bogey thought about when uh, Matthew McConaughey had a little Bogey when he uh, had to meet. Yeah, Alfred yeah. He said, well, well, we come to find out that, like, you know, this is not this is only phase one of of the interview because he sends him. He said, hey, you know, I'm going to send you to get your, your you know, you ever get a manicure. It you literally wasn't even an interview with Al Pacino. Like it was just no, they were just meeting. Just, <laughs> make sure this is the guy and I'm going to send you. <laughs> This this woman, 
And he, you know, which is Rene Russo's character, but he he said eventually essentially sells them on like, hey, you know, you're gonna love her. You know, you're gonna like her a lot. You know what I mean? Sends them over there. He's getting he's getting his little thing. He's gonna and, he, and you know, you know, he doesn't delay too much. He gets right to it. You know what I mean? I knew there was something up with it though, because she's immediately asking him questions about like, you know what I mean? So you you're a gambler, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and you, you know, you just, you say, oh, I'm just making small talk. You know what I mean? He gets right to us. What's up? Let me take you out to dinner and lamb that one time tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was just like, oh, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, bogey. <laughs> I laughed, bro, because, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm just famous. <laughs> Super funny. Ooh, bogey. <laughs> he yeah. knew that he fucked up on that one. But, you know, it was... uh she was more mad at uh, at Walter because he was like, "Oh, he didn't tell you, did he?" <laughs> yeah, and she explains it like because he's just yeah. not—he's a very trusting person, like which is the nice way of saying gullible. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's so, not a good judge of character. He's not a good judge of character. There you go. And which is you know, so she basically sends. I mean, she's the great judge. And you know what's funny is the fact that he tried to make a pass at her. I think that would have like that would have sat very well with him in his book. Pacino's been like, oh, he got good taste, huh? You know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I could see him liking that aspect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, he passed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. It just made me think of the longest yard right now. So I'll be like, I'll be like you guys going off the rails. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. Come on. In the longest yard. Uh, it's uh, what's his name? Um, Adam Sandler, and he's playing a famous football player. And uh, he's in jail, and he meets, I don't know, some rich motherfucker that the, the warden brings in. And he's like, hey, so you actually slept with my, my my wife before we were married back in whatever. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he was like, shit, don't be sorry. He was like, my wife's good enough to have a one-night stand with an NFL player. I must be doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, legend. <laughs> of high. Did she do that thing, the twisty thing? <laughs> like, you do the move. <laughs> oh man, so funny. And uh, so at first, I mean, it's like he's like this, like he's like this crazy like prospect right now, um, Matthew McConaughey. You know, because like he's like Walter says it. I have guys who can sell. I have guys who can pick. But I've never had a guy who could do both. So he's like a unicorn to him. And uh, that, that's why he wants to like, he, he wants him to be like the head of his whole organization. We don't even know what his organization is yet. He says, we're going to start you. You're going to pick and we're going to start you on the 900 numbers. So all he's doing is picking like right now. And he, does, he, he is, I'm pretty sure he's a little naive about the, the whole situation, but he did. What up, drop boy. He, he was sold on like, I'm, I have the biggest whatever the fuck gambling or sports advice thing in the nation. Remember? Yeah, so for sure. Whether or not he bought that or not, I mean, it was it was a pretty bit. It was a boss move to have the tickets in there and then the whole whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's crazy because like it's funny. He even says it like your pitch sucks. So he's he likes that he went ten and two or whatever the hell it was. You know, like he he was picking yeah. good enough to get on he his radar. Good but he did not like the way that he was delivering his presentation of delivering these picks. And when he's like recording all the shit for the 900 numbers, I want Nelson's feedback on this. Cause I know a lot of actors do this now. They'll like record 
themselves doing different um, scenes and things like that just to hear themselves back. He's horrible. <laughs> He's really bad at uh, delivering the uh, the picks. You ever uh, you, you ever dealt with? Uh, do you ever record yourself, Nelson? Just like an audio version, or you, did you know any actors who might have done that for for scenes? Yeah, whether it's for practice for themselves or just for anything. Oh, yeah, like even absolutely. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. That's how yeah, you get better. My... You record yourself and you watch it right mm -hmm. away because it's, it's going to be fresh of how you felt when yeah. you did the scene as opposed to watching yourself back on camera because when you watch it back on yeah. camera, you look different and you oh. sound different than what you remembered. <clears throat> yeah, you, you know what else is crazy is um, like making rap music or hip-hop, whatever, you know, you, you compose the beat. You know what I'm saying? Then you you know you write and get in there. So and it's essentially you're recording, right? So you can hear the playbacks. Yeah. But what, what what I always found fascinating was that whenever I worked with a band and we were working from scratch, because it'll just be like hours of jamming, recording. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And then like you know, take a break, you know, smoke or whatever, and just like start playing shit back. Like you know what I mean? And then it'll also be like certain times where like say the bass player or the guitarist they got a riff. It's like okay, well where are we at? An hour and seven, write that down. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just jamming. So you can go right back to it and be like, mm, okay. Then you build on that. You know what I mean? Like, so definitely the playback is the key because, man, that's how you put an arrogant motherfucker in his place. Some, 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 a, new, a newbie, you let them hear to see their first playback. Like, oh, shit, that's me. Like, yeah, that's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah. you thought you was the baddest motherfucker until so you got put on the spot. Like, you know, you ever hear, you, you remember in high school, there'd be the motherfuckers rapping in a circle and they yelling, whoo, because they try to project their voice. In you put them in the booth the first time and they lost, bro. Yeah. The funniest because this is a whole different world putting them cans on and like, you know what I mean? And and having a booth etiquette and, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. And like, uh, in straight out of Compton, that was one of the things that Suge Knight told uh, Easy E because when uh, they were having a little confrontation, Easy E was talking all loud. And uh, I, one of his dudes like punched him or something. He was like, "You can yell all you want, motherfucker, but this ain't a record." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's walking around. He's doing all the nine hundred pitch. He's horrible. They do get to the first week though, and uh, like right off the bat, um, he's already gotten all his picks in. <clears throat> he's got his. He's just doing his his weekly routine, whatever that is, you know. And he's they're watching the college games right now. You got the big elephant like outside in New York, <laughs> wherever the hell they are, boss. <laughs> so he figured it out. They got it done, and uh, at least at this first moment, um, that he is uh, at the first moment um, throughout all these games. Walter's like outside yelling, "What are we at? What are we at?" Writes it all down, and <laughs> he writes um, he writes zero and nine. And uh, he was like, what? Bullshit. And then he has to look at it. Oh, oh, oh. flips it over. Six and oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to blow a gasket, which is actually a common theme in his movie. Spoiler alert. And it was super funny, though, how like he was like, because he wrote down six and oh. But then when he holds it up, it's oh and nine. He's like, yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <"Nah." laughs> Bullshit. And then he has to look at it. Oh, shit. Flip it over. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> He's feeling them stuff right there. Yep. <clears throat> so automatically, like right off the bat, for his salesman skills, I mean, he got like two thumbs down. But uh, for his picking skills, though, at least in college, because we don't know what he did in the NFL right away, but 
six and oh wherever they were in their college games. I know he says it somewhere in there. I can't remember the specifics. Anyone who goes 14 and two in college and nine and three and in four. NFL or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause he went like 24 and four, right? Yeah. Like yeah, for okay. sure. Yep. So he killed it either way, whatever it was that week, his picks, they killed it. And so I take him out to a nice dinner and everything. And uh, it was so funny at the dinner though, man, because like, oh. like everything, he wanted to boss up so much and you could tell that these, these are part of his, his flaws. You know what I mean? And he wants to show this kid, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, hey this is how we do it. And she over there like, nah, we don't, <laughs> we don't need a thousand dollar wine bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? She, he just be fucking the buddy off, man. You can tell. Yeah. And he's like, I, you know, he's like, yeah, we don't need a thousand dollar bottle of wine. He's like, I've never even had a $12 uh, bottle of water until now. Right. <laughs> he's drinking the good stuff at, uh, at that meal. That, that's that, that's that uh, alkaline, bro. <laughs> and Crispy, he said uh, that the Burt Reynolds longest yard was better. I, I really like the Burt Reynolds. Longest Yard. But you know the one thing that I don't like about it is that it's a movie based on prisons and it does not have one minority in there. That That's the part where... It you mean to tell me they had racist prisons back then? Like, this is the white-only prison. Yeah, not cool. That, that, that I mean, you know, at least in the Longest Yard, right, like, they got Terry Crews in there. They got Michael Irvin in there. They got Bizarre from D12 oh, in there. Like, all kinds of random people. Let's back this thing up real quick. Hold on. <laughs> he said... What I don't like about the movie <laughs> the prison movie. There ain't no minorities in that motherfucker. Some bullshit, man. It's some All bullshit. white guys in prison, huh? <laughs> white collar crimes. I want an accurate depiction um, of some shit like <laughs> once Bobby in a while. <laughs> what up, Chaotic? What up, Kay? Yeah, is, drop is, boy is said not. Buffalo Bills helmet? That wasn't Buffalo Bills, was it? Uh, no. Chaotic? I can't tell, right? Oh, no, it's the Jaguars. It's a fancy neon-like version of the Jaguars. Oh, okay. Because look at Bills. Come and on. Drop Boy said, Cheeseburger Eddie, ain't no cheese on these buns. And it's Terry Crews. <laughs> and wow. he's got the hook. He's got the hookup at Mickey D's. So they just got all the cheeseburgers. All the They got the fries that'll shake your thighs. <laughs> Wait a second. So this is where Cheeseburger Eddie derived from? Like, you know, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lazy's, a.k.a. Eddie Lacy's nickname? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Terry Crews in the longest yard, and he's got the hookup at uh, at McDonald's. The only one there's even <laughs> when uh, Chris hey, Rock's hey, giving him. Hey, how many times is uh, uh, Adam Sandler? He'd be plugging McDonald's. Remember, even in Big Daddy, they're like, oh, "We're going to McDonald's." <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Hey, if I was if I was Adam Sandler, I'd be trying to get all of the McDonald's. Uh, what the, the <laughs> all of that? Hey, bro, right. it don't matter what time of day you'll see Adam Sandler wearing sweats or something like that in line at McDonald's like a regular person. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't believe in the drive-through. Like, <laughs> so now we're uh, so we're at the we're at the dinner still. Let's get we'll get back to this and get off the longest yard. And uh, so now getting back to this, um, they're celebrating. They're uh, celebrating the first big week of him picking. They're having the the dinner and. Um, Al Pacino just out of the blue, he's like, oh, I want to make a little wager with you. And uh, he was like, he's like, I don't really bet, you know, too much, but I'd love to make a bet. And uh, he's like, see that girl over there? He was like, I bet you, you cannot leave here with her. We'll give you 10 to one odds. <laughs> She's with two dudes. Yeah. She's about was, to get banged in a three-way, duh. And don't you see this? <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's what I heard. Because what did he say? It was something, whatever it was against his, 100 or whatever was like 5,000 or like something. 
but pretty much it was going to be like because renee right out the gate she doesn't know what the fuck's going on so she's already just upset that he's about to gamble he's like you can't you can't make a bet you know what i mean yeah because he obviously has this whole i guess we didn't go over that right well we just haven't got there yet so we'll uh yeah yeah, and I mean, we could spoil it. The movie's almost 20 years old. So pretty much Al Pacino already set this up. Like, she's a lady of the evening. He makes him think that he's, uh, you know, that he's got a competition going here. But one of the things that I've learned, one way that you make someone real successful is make sure that they get success early in whatever that they're doing. And just more success will come yeah. from it. Yeah, I, I will always want to make sure my guys is out there. You know, what I'm saying before we're about to make a big move, I, I hope they get some 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 good pussy. You know, maybe because I'm pretty sure, like, if any if all my guys is like me, we wake up in the morning on the good foot right after right after some good box. <coughs> so funny, and uh, so <coughs> you, know, you know, here's my gripe. I think he would have already been cool with it, like. Hey, listen, man, I got you. I got you abroad for the night. You know what I mean? Is that not a cooler way though? Because this is someone who's supposed to like have a shitload of confidence in himself. I, I, I get it. This is like something to just boost that confidence, like because even the way that he that he goes up to it first, like he was like, oh, so we're gonna make this interesting, then, huh? Let me go. Let me go raise the stakes. And he goes over and like starts uh talking to her but talking shit about the two fat guys that he's with mm-hmm. i'm assuming they're pimps look, look, they're eating the look, look, what he says, oh, they're eating. <laughs> it's like how like I, I'm, I'm just so curious like what do you do with t- these two guys like you are drop dead gorgeous and with these two guys who look like they haven't missed a meal um <laughs> you know since like christ was born or like something like that whatever the fuck he said <laughs> and uh yeah, then they got super pissed, or they got super pissed. They almost stood up. Um, they sat back down. The wife, um, she was like, Walter, what are you doing? He was like, I'll buy him a bottle of champagne. She's like, you'll pick up their check. <laughs> She's pissed. You're doing it again, Walter. <laughs> Just fucking off the money. You got a daughter. See, that, that's, what I, that's what I read into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much, right? You know, but I, I see what he's doing though. It's it's like you said, he's propping up his investment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And pun intended, right? He's like, listen, we're gonna get these picks, bro. Get you some pussy for that. <laughs> he was ready yeah. to throw him his wife right there. They ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, he already had a good week. You know, they already made some money off the kid and his picks. You know, so I think this was a way to make him feel like he's winning. Because it's like a bonus, right? Like to Walter, it's like this is his bonus, but it's a clever way of like making this whole bonus like happen somehow. It wasn't just like here's 10 G's. That would have felt good. <laughs> I'm sure getting five grand because he's the chick says it later, you're worth five grand, okay? <laughs> so because the bet yeah, was right. for him to get five grand as well. So it was like, you know, he got the five, she got Pays the five. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't pay her. He still yeah, got. I'm just saying, though, like you know, it was a ten thousand dollar bonus. If he would have lost the bet, though, is what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, he wasn't gonna lose the bet. That was the thing. It yeah, was already yeah. like set up. Like it was no matter what. He's as long as he wasn't afraid to talk to her, he was leaving. Took her down too. <laughs> and I got the scene here. So right after that, he wanted his first day to be very special because they had the dinner. You know. I, the chick, and then now he comes in for his first day of uh, first day of sales. Here we go. 
Or at least okay, coming into the office. the 900 numbers, now you're ready. We're moving up. We're going to the second floor. This is where we print the money. Put your ear to the door. Wow. That's the sound of possibilities. This is it. This is where the salespeople turn a $10 better into a $1,000 better before he even knows he made the phone call. I'm asking, do they use AstroTurf or AstroPlay? Tammy! Give it up, baby. You know what I need. You sure do. Tammy, this is Brandon. Oh. Okay, this is our phone sheet. The losers who need us. The more they bet, the more we win. We take 10% of a winning bet, anywhere from 500 to 500,000. That's South. Stop holding back and let's make some serious money. What's a game plan this week? The game plan is you know to what? contact your book. So bribe a security guard, bang a cheerleader, extract the information. That guy put well, that guy's a substantial sum. Walter, he's a little miffed at our picks. Just do what you gotta do, this is what I pay you for. Well, it says right here, your minimum bet is five grand. So let's be honest Red now. Talks. You move 50 large on this game or not? I don't have time for this kind of shit, Jimmy. I know you're a loser. Because if you're such a big winner, you wouldn't have to pay cash to call me today. Got your head your ass yet? Is that how people need to be treated? They're gonna pay me more if I treat them like that? Well, do you like it? Oh, what's not to like? Well, thank you. Miami, New York point spread just went up to 10. Jeremy Pimp. What do you think? I think Miami is a lock. I'm gonna keep it on Jeremy. my sheet. Are you kidding me? This is Jerry, my top handicapper. Came to me yeah. straight out of grad school. Whoa, phone boy makes good, huh? It's a big jump from 900 numbers. Make sure you don't get a nosebleed up here. He looks like a bleeder. I'm just kidding. Nice meeting you, man. I gotta get back to work. Nice meeting you All too, right. Jerry. All right. Say, by the way, tonight's game, New York wins that outright. Really? They always play the fish tough, and tonight it's foregone. I wish I had a pen, because I would absolutely never write that down. You know, <laughs> college is right for you. You have to work your way up to pro ball around here. Good luck to you. Rookie's got balls. I almost like it, but I don't. Good luck. <laughs> I did that all day. You know, I got three guys who can pick games. I got 20 who can sell. I never had one who could do both. You mean me? No, not you. Talk about John Anthony. John Anthony doesn't exist. Oh? Well, I'm shocked uh -huh. because I'm standing in his office and you're sitting in his chair. So you want me to sell? Like those guys out there? Yes. Big betters don't want to talk to middlemen. They want to talk to the guy giving them the picks. Sorry, you got a problem with selling? No, I don't have a... There's a few choice phrases we use. You just start with those. Now, here's an easy one. I don't want your money. I want your bookies fucking money. Give it back to me. I don't want your money. I want your bookies money. <laughs> I don't want your money. I want your bookies money. That's not bad. What happened to fuck? What about it? I said it. You don't use it? Nah. Wait a minute. Religious thing? No, it's not a religious thing. I just, I, I don't it use it. It was all right for Chaucer 600 years ago. Hey! I don't want to embarrass you, but I got to do this. I got someone here who has a problem saying fuck. Hold on. Fuck oh, you! Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knew it was coming. What'd you think about that, Nelson? What'd you think about his delivery of uh, the line that Walter told him to say? Uh, I don't know. I didn't what, think too hard you, on it. <laughs> would you give it up to him as an actor in a scene doing bad acting. <laughs> okay. Uh no. 
You gotta win that. <laughs> no, because he's like he's trying to do it like it's shitty, right? On purpose. Yeah, because he's like gotta get he's gotta like work up to being good. He's still not yeah. good at like at talking yet. Like he's good at talking when they're just bullshitting, but he's not good at delivering. Yeah, like when he goes <laughs> New York outright tonight. Hey, yeah, like, <laughs> that's kind of how it starts. You don't really don't want your money. You, 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 you feel like you're saying money. lines, man. Yeah. So to um, that's why it's hard because when you get a script, you don't. Uh, there's like uh, when you read a novel, it it tells it tells you how the character feels and stuff. Yeah. Right? When you get a script, there's no feelings, so you have to figure that out on your own. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. That's why. They can go like in so many different directions if you don't know the whole script. When you audition, they just give you sides. It's Is that the what they mean when they go? Don't say the lines, man. Say the line. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you well, you know, even with your your, your rapping, yeah, right? with music, be like, listen, bro, lyrics, wag that. You know, it. it's easy with rapping. I, I, I'm sure, like, where you could be like, I could easily tell someone's flat, and they're like, there's no swag. Like, nah, dude, man, right. swag that up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to hear it back? Oh, you don't want to hear that back. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, you could tell when someone's act, unless that's like the scene, if that's in the character's nature, right? You're like, oh, you killed that flat right there. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, if that was what it was called, you know what I mean? If that's what it called for or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and because I- the, uh, I'll, I'll get direction. Daniel will say, hey, so you think, do you, do you think you did a good scene? Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. He was like, "You're flat. Let's do it over. Another take." It's like shit. Okay. Like that's what was, you can't fool him. You can't fool him. Like that's what was funny earlier when he's recording all of his like <laughs> the 900 numbers, um whatever. I mean, because that's what it is. It's like he's recording some pitch, and it's like I don't know a 10 minute pitch of like all of his picks or whatever. And yeah, it's he, a recording. It's yeah, a and he kept like giving him the the CD, the CD, the CD, and he kept listening. He's like. Shit sucks. And like every time he's like, that one's it, isn't it? That's the one. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> and that's why he went live on air. He switched it up because he yeah. couldn't handle it. He well, couldn't he handle the script. He can't be fake. And I feel like if it's not his words, it's fake. Yeah. And I think he's about like, even when he makes his picks, it's because this is how he, whether they're the correct or not, this is how he genuinely feels. Yeah. I feel like that's how he represents everything. He's like, he's going to stand on. Like the whole, it's funny because I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't start like paying attention. I'm like, does he ever even cuss at all at, at one point? You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, that's where we're at right now. It's uh, right, right after he, oh, needs he does to- get to it. Yeah, he does. He, uh, Al Pacino goes to Gamblers Anonymous, and they they say that he goes to pretty much anything with oh, an that was a scene, anything with uh, Anonymous at the end. He goes, and uh, we got a little, got a little scene here. When Walter takes uh, old Brandon to a Gambler's Anonymous meeting, <laughs> he's wild for this one. Super wild. We're going to continue your education. Uh, is this Hi. a meeting? Yes, yes, come on in. Thanks. Hi. You'd think with two mortgages out, the repo guy's staking out my car. My job on the line, my wife threatening to leave that I'd stop instead of staying in the chase, doubling down. It's a disease, Leon. Yeah, man. Look, admitting you have a problem is the first step. Yeah. Well, I guess I must be doing pretty good because I've got one big problem. Don't worry about it, Leon. It's okay, Leon. 
I don't get that. Uh, my name is Walter. Smoking indoors. Look at that. But uh, I am certainly not new to these Why meetings. I've been coming 18 years now. Uh, as a matter of fact, friends, this is my 936th consecutive meeting. Hey, man, well, well done. Well done is right. 52 a week. And in all that time, I haven't once been to a track or a casino or bet on a game. Hand of God. Not a cent. So I know over. where you're coming from, Leon. Believe me, I know. I heard your story, and uh, it's something I relate to. But uh, I got to say, if I learned anything, it's that gambling is not your problem. <laughs> it's not. Not even close. I don't know how to say this without sounding a little rude, but... You're a lemon, Leon. Like a bad car, there is something inherently defective in you. And you... Mm and you and me and all of us in this room. We're all lemons. We look like everybody else, but what makes us different is our defect. You see, most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose, subconsciously. <laughs> me, I never feel better or more alive than when they're raking the chips away, not bringing them in, and everybody here knows what I'm talking about. Hell, even when we win, it's just a matter of time before we give it all back. Man, he comes to But when we up. lose, now there's another story. When we lose, and I'm, I'm talking about the kind of loss that makes your asshole pucker up to the size of a decimal point. You know what I mean? You've just recreated the worst possible nightmare this side of malignant cancer for the 20th goddamn time, and you're standing there and you suddenly realize, hey, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Us lemons, we fuck shit up all the time on purpose. That's why I can't. That's why I can't make, gamble all crazy no more, bro. <laughs> because we constantly need to remind ourselves we're alive. Leon, gambling's not your problem. It's this fucked up need to feel something, to convince yourself you exist. Now these motherfuckers are gonna need all kinds of different problem. therapy after that one. <laughs> He let them know, like, no, you're really bad. <laughs> they didn't know what to clap or not. Huh? <laughs> Watch out. You destroyed everyone. Hey, you're, you're the guy Spoons. I see on TV every weekend selling betting picks. So what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's right. This guy, this guy peddles a tout service on TV. I don't know what a tout well, service is. You read the chart, buddy? Like, we all left our jobs at the door? Wait, you're gonna throw an ex-alcoholic bartender out of an AA meeting? What? You're gonna do that? Uh, That's bogus, man. Hey, didn't you come in with this jerk? Come on, Brandon. I, I don't like the feeling I'm getting. If you rethink this, here's my card. <laughs> and he finally says, Walter, what the fuck was that? You put those words up there, Alex? No, it was just, it was on the, uh, I think it was to stop the copyright or whatever. But uh, yeah, he's like, what the fuck, Walter? <laughs> it was like, wait, what'd you say? So I said, what the fuck, Walter? He's like, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it was all worth it just to hear you say it. <laughs> you know what he wanted to show him? There's a bigger lesson there. He wanted to show him like, these are those motherfuckers that are on that other side of that phone, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what he was showing him, bro. That's going to bring us to the end.
of act number one here. So this is kind of the this kind of the beginning. Um corruption phase one. Brandon yeah. finally started. started. <laughs> finally started fuck. Amongst everything else that's going on here. And uh so yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Everyone watching live, just make sure you hang out with us. This is the end of act number one. Uh, these get uploaded on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We break it down into three pieces. So make sure you follow us in podcast form. Silver what? Street Breakdowns on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere. And then follow what? YouTube and Twitch channels, the Silver Screen Breakdown channels. And just a reminder, if you guys want to sponsor the show, the way you do that is by going to ssbcrew.com. Anyone who signs up, you are an official sponsor of the show. And you'll be one of the people shouted out at the end of every show. Sounds delicious to me. So yeah. Nelson Times, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram, underscore after my name. Yeah, an actor, you see some of my, my demo reels, some of my scenes, and uh, just clips. Some good old clips. I was in Paid in Full, if you've heard of that. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, you know, I'm in a music, a music video called uh, Spend My Money with, um, what's the guy's name? What's the artist's name? Afri some African hip-hop type of thing. My cousin. That a couple years ago. Spend My Money. Look it up. And check this out. <laughs> If you're in the L.A. area, let them know where they can find you, uh, what stores they can hit up, right, for the product. Oh, the my, my uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the product. It's going to be jumping into a new store, the uh, Nelson's Living Gourmet. That's true. Yeah. Pizza yeah. slices, got the brownie, truffles, and cinnamon rolls. Nice. There's, uh, the, yeah. there, uh, Big fan of the truffles and the cinnamon roll. Those are, those are my two faves right there. Yeah, I sent you guys the care package. Oh, right. Uh, his name was uh, Dilla, something Dilla. Dilla. Anyway, going back to that music video. But you, Bogey, you do music, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I got, heard. Got a bunch of new stuff coming out for y'all. 2024, you know what I mean? Just be oh, on wow, the lookout, okay. you know what I'm saying? Got a, uh, We submitted a bunch of joints, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we, we coming. We coming strong. Pause. And tune in next time for episode two of two for the money and the silver screen breakdowns it gets better you can bet on it this ain't a dream we really live this shit don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.